everybody. I'm Sarah and welcome back to the podcast Wedding Club. So today we've got a special one. We've got one of our Ask the Planner episodes and I am joined by our expert in Confetti and Co events, Taylor Gibbs. Welcome Taylor. Thanks so much for having me. Very excited. So Taylor is one of our lead stylists at Confetti and Co. And I thought she's going to be the perfect person to give us a little bit of insight into the world of florals. I think that florals are one of the major styling items in a wedding these days. And so it's quite handy to have expert in the house that is going to give it give you all a few tips and tricks and just a little bit of insider information um about the world um because Tally you used to be a florist I did yes I used to do a bit of floristry in Melbourne when um, I'm originally from Victoria so uh dappled in that a little and started getting an insight into that world which I just loved uh because I've got a creative flair but love nature so that was quite fun and then moved to Perth here in WA and uh with a few beautiful florists here in Perth and got to learn a lot of uh, skill and technique from them, but also be able to develop my personal style and understand a little bit about the wedding world as well and how florals tie into that, which was lovely. And Taylor today, everyone has a top on that has sunflowers on it. And then she's got a vase in the middle of the table that have sunflowers in it. Not <laughs> She's very on brand and on theme. Um, so, no, yeah, really excited to talk to you. Thank you, Taylor. Well, I guess let's start with the world of florals. And what do you know? What do you know about the industry? What do you know about trends, insights? What can you tell us? Yeah, so there, I, and I think that's the beauty of florals, that it is so nature-based and it's so artistic-based as well. So it's really interesting to see what comes and goes but at the moment it's still looking to be like people are really getting into their big and bold floral Mm. looks which I absolutely love and it really excites me because a lot of couples seem to be wanting to really go above and beyond and make florals one of their key elements Mm. in styling and make it quite a wow factor piece Mm. um with this also I think it's starting to lean well not starting but it is leaning into more of being a an art piece mm. as opposed to just something in nature to work just a centerpiece with. exactly the word yeah. centerpiece kind yeah. of doesn't exist yeah. anymore no, it's no. like tablescape yeah and yeah. Yeah. yeah or like sculpture yes. or something like that so yes. it's almost becoming a medium to work with like you would paint or like mm. you would a textile mm. but the flowers starting to do that which for me I love and that's really exciting because mm. I think it allows people to become a bit more creative and it reduces the boundaries as well mm. in the floral world so yeah. I think that's been quite cool to and see. shows the personality of the client as well yeah. and yeah, exactly. yeah so I love that yeah um, that's one major factor that I think has been yeah. in quite a lot of the moment it's so interesting because I've been in the wedding world a long time and I remember the days of actual centerpieces mm. and I'm sure that I mean they're still about yeah where it was actually a uh candelabra <laughs> do you know what I mean like an actual thing yeah. and now that's gone mm. but mm. but um don't you think it's interesting how candles are joining hand in hand with flowers yes. like yeah. how that's lifting yeah. as well yeah. and I love that and I think that's another thing candles again they're changing so much and they're becoming mm. sculptural and artistic and it is really cool to see candles and flowers merging and making that so beautiful Mm. instead of just here's your candelabra it's going to be gold or silver and Mm. here's your round 
floral table arrangement yeah. or, you know, a floral arrangement on a stand and yes. that's it. The same as the last wedding and the last mm. wedding and the last wedding. There are no two weddings the same mm. anymore. Yep. That just doesn't exist. Yep. So that's really beautiful to yeah. see. And I think, yeah, seeing the personality of a client is the biggest one and it's so special because yeah. you are taken on that journey with them and yeah. to play around with their ideas and really the sky's the limit when it does come to flowers these Absolutely. days. So it's nice. And even um, florists, I think you were saying, we were talking about it before how there aren't there aren't I mean there are all rounder florists mm. for sure but mm. then they're they're almost becoming a specialization mm-hmm. yep. in the floral world yep. right absolutely and I think mm. that's also been a really cool thing to see is different florists are starting to come into the industry with their own personalities so you might get a florist that is a little bit more traditional like still creates beautiful work mm-hmm. but then there are a, a so many different ranges of florists that are more leaning into that artistic, quirky, mm. bold move or, you know, there's more of a romantic, whimsical mm. feeling. So mm. I think it's quite nice that there is so much of an option out there and clients are able to really get into that research and, and yeah. go, oh, who's who's going to reflect me as a yes. person the most yeah. and in, have that option? In the old days, it's almost like date checking. Mm. Who's available for the date? Yep. Because all the florists were the same but now it's okay we need to check the date but first of all we need to check the style like the style match needs to happen so definitely yeah yeah so that's a really cool one um I think another really nice trend that I'm also really loving is that it's becoming more sustainability focused Mm. in the floral world so Mm. you're seeing less foam products being used more things like chicken wire installations or vase mm. arrangements on tables. So people have no idea what's underneath all of those flowers. Yeah. Like yep. when you're saying chicken wire, people I'm sure are going like, what? <laughs> yeah. Or even yep. the phone, like, what? <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, like florals is one side of it, but the actual mechanics of it and the logistics behind making an installation and the way it looks, mm. half of it is what's actually underneath mm. it and what's what material is chosen to reflect that and, and build that as well. Mm. So that's quite an, an interesting one in regards to sustainability. And I think yeah. clients are becoming a little bit more focused on oh, well, we don't want the, you know, the flowers to be thrown out or, mm. you know, how can we repurpose something from a ceremony mm. to then reuse in a reception as well. Yeah. So all those little things that people are just becoming a bit more conscious of. Yeah. Because um, yeah. they are so beautiful and you want to make That's the That's right. Stuff. Or even like the the rise of the preserved products. Yeah. Just think like hydrangeas are my favourite flower. Absolutely. But they're one of those beasts that come out in summer and you snip them off the bush and then they're dead yep. within an hour. Um, so they're so beautiful to use but risky. Yep. Um, and then also you can't get them in the middle of winter necessarily. No. I'm sure you can. Yeah, I don't, I, no. I don't know. Can no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I see all of those preserved products. Like I've seen installations with all of the like preserved hydrangea, and mm-hmm. that and they can be just sometimes even hired off the florist. That's right? it. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and there's definitely a few movements like that happening as well where higher installations are becoming a thing Mm. which is fantastic Mm. because there are so many great preserves out there yeah and you can get so many different colors and styles and and still lean it into something quite impactful yeah but at the end of the day it's like okay I'm going to take this I'm going to use it for my special day yeah and give it back and someone else can you know use it as a base and that's the thing it's still going to be very different for every person you can still add and exactly and yeah reform it yeah it's interesting what the world of the sustainability where that's going to go mm. i i'm interested to mm. see because i feel like we're only on the tipping edge Absolutely. like we haven't even just delved into it but yep. the conversations are happening what's happening with my flowers afterwards and i'm like 
girl, they're going in the bin. Yeah. And yeah. it's heartbreaking. Yeah. I know that some florists, like, they, you know, give them to um, senior, senior yes. citizen homes yes. or obviously give them away to family and, exactly. and whatnot. But, exactly. For the um, most part. Yeah. 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 So it's nice to see. It has to be a plan at the end, though, because yeah. we – at the end of weddings, don't you find it? There's sometimes that crazy, like guest, like we've had guests like standing on the tables, like ripping pieces yep. off the install, <laughs> and to take home, which yep. is so lovely. Obviously, they want to take a piece of the wedding home with them, but it can be a bit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, calm down, it's so, okay, it's okay. Yeah, it's You'll get these flowers. Yeah, no stress. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's nice to have a plan, isn't it, to go what we're going to do with them afterwards. Absolutely, and I think most florists these days generally chat to the clients about mm. that as well and go okay well I might provide a wrapping station mm. so you can just wrap your yes. flowers and take them home or yeah. you know I'm going to pop them in a ceramic vase and then you can gift yeah. them onto guests and then take them home yeah. for your wedding yeah you know use the vase when you want it it's so worth it because I know I've taken flowers home from weddings before and you know they are fresh they are straight mm. they are straight off the boat mm-hmm. to the market <laughs> to your wedding yeah. and it's not like the old coals or Aldi flowers that die within a day you know like mm. I've taken flowers home and they've lasted that's it water weeks yeah and I'm not even joking I'm like going this is amazing that's that's what it's supposed to be like exactly <laughs> and I think that's the thing if you you know even it could get to the point where you know flowers you get to take them home but then have a little guide of just how to look after them oh. because they do have the potential to last a week oh, yeah. you know you can have natives and then yeah. you could then just hang them yourselves and just dry let them and dry preserve them, them yourself yeah. oh yep. good idea yep. yeah lots of little tips and tricks yeah so next question um is always a really popular one for couples is when when in any when we're talking about any supplier the question is when should I book? Mm. So how far in advance should couples book the florist, do you think? And two part mm. and finalize the d- design. So there's booking the day, mm-hmm. how far in advance, and then there's actually like when does the florist need the design to yeah, be finished? sure. So I feel like these days, and it is a little bit tricky because I think post-COVID, everyone was in that mad rush to either have their wedding for the fourth time around mm. finally mm. slash also a whole lot of new couples you know having a wedding date to lock in mm. so mm. it kind of became a bit of a, a thing to get your date locked in and also get that florist locked in and I think mm. it, we're still riding that wave to be honest so my mm. suggestion is get your florist booked in One of the as ones. soon as you can yeah because I'm even chatting to some florists now and they're already feeling up for the end of next year in 2024 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and I guess it does also depend on what season you book it in if you want to have a wedding in peak season between you know like mm. September October mm. to March the next year mm. then you really need to book that florist yeah. in ASAP because most likely yeah. everyone else will be looking at the same time. at the same time and because yeah. florals are like we just mentioned they're such an integral part of the styling yeah. so therefore it's at the forefront of, yeah. I mean Every, it, it's the minimal thing. You need to have flowers at the wedding. You're likely at least to have a bouquet. Yeah. So you need to book that in. And then the other thing we mentioned was the fact that they are starting to be a bit more of a specialised exactly. kind of industry. So therefore, if you have a special look that you want to try and achieve, mm. it's not like every florist is going to be able to achieve that to the standard that you want. That's right. So, yeah, yeah, it's better to get in quick. <laughs> and, mm. you know, don't don't feel the, the frantic urgency, but do... Mm. 
do your research as soon as you mm-hmm. can and get a bit of a feel for what style you mm-hmm. want to tap into and what florist you'd like to have a meeting with even yeah. Yeah. and then make that decision. Yeah. So do your, do your Pinterest hunt and then Correct. jump on Instagram and stalk them all yes. and you'll start seeing your wedding, right? Mm-hmm. Like you'll start mm-hmm. seeing in the beginning you don't know what you like or don't like, but once you start that research, That's it'll it. start becoming clear and you'll kind of start going, oh, hang on, mm. there are lots of peaches or blues yes. in yeah. what I'm liking That's and oh, I really like green <laughs> or whatever exactly. it is. Exactly. seem to like a romantic style and then it will, mm. and then you'll see your wedding in their Instagram and it's like, okay, mm. start thinking about that yep. as your match. Yep. It's almost it's almost like dating. You could, <laughs> yeah, you know, it is. you've got a, you've got your personality. You've got your <laughs> Talk on socials, slide them a little DM, <laughs> and then see how you go from there. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so that I think that's yeah. definitely a definitely a top priority. I would say, yeah, um, to but, booking them in pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah, and then what's the process around finalizing the the design? Because mm. florists have a bit of a time limit, don't they, on, yes. on when things need to be done? Yes. So, what's can you just step out the what they have to do behind yeah, the scenes for sure? So, I guess. I, once they are locked in, then that's all very well and good. Obviously, you'll want to have a floral meeting in there somewhere to chat about the initial concepts. But yep. when it does come down to the finalisation, we really do need orders in about a month before the wedding date. Mm. So ideally, you want to be finalising about eight to six weeks prior. Mm. And that involves going through your style, really making sure mm. you and the florist are on exactly the same wavelength that you've got all of that inspiration, you've talked about your your bouquet style, you've talked mm. about the ceremony and the reception style, you've refined the numbers as well mm. because that will impact your budget and the final figures that you're going to spend, yep. um, as well as just rechecking seasonality because there very well could be a flower that mm. you thought was going to be in season but it could almost be the shoulder season. Mm. It could just be coming in or it could just and be weather. going out. Weather. Exactly. Weather affects the growing of things, exactly. apparently. Yes. Um, yes. Even the sunflowers. I'm looking at the sunflowers yes. and I know we've got a couple yes. of weddings coming up and they've requested sunflowers and I'm like, mm. well, they could be mm-hmm. um, in season or they could not be, <laughs> depending on the sun and the yeah, rain. Yeah, I can't see it. It's like it's, it's nature. So mm. as much as we'd like to say mm. you're going to go at this time and I'm going to have yeah. it for this season, it's still very hit and a miss. So. And it's obviously most flowers, or would you say all flowers, are not even coming from Australia. I think people, when we Correct. tell them that, are really surprised. Yes. And so because you're mentioning oh, six to eight weeks before, two mm-hmm. months before mm-hmm. to lock in your flowers, mm-hmm. some couples might be going, well, that seems a bit yes. ridiculous, yep. but there's a reason for that, and it's because Australia mm. don't grow all the flowers, no, especially <laughs> in Perth and mm, WA. In WA. Mm. Our climate over here, especially in Perth, it's too hot mm. to be growing beautiful garden-esque flowers mm. compared to over east, for example, and there are some beautiful flower farms over east um, um, and even, you know, like far down south of WA. Yeah. But again, it's still it's still not catering for everybody. Yeah. And the amount of flowers that people need for weddings. So yeah. imports are a massive thing. Where do flowers come from? So there's a, there's a few places. Yeah. <laughs> Holland is one. Like think about your tulips. Yeah. A lot of them come from Holland. Yeah. You've got Ecuador. Mm. Um, you've got all sorts of different, like yeah, Vietnam, so, yeah. you've got all the orchids that come from, like all your tropical regions, so all those orchids, everything. All of those flowers yes. that are at your wedding mm. just come from all over the world. Mm. Yeah, and especially roses. They're one of the biggest imports yeah. for, for flowers. Yeah. But it is, and I think people are quite shocked at that and 
you know, you'll see a nice rose in a mm. garden, but mm. to have that en masse mm. production of them, yeah, they most of them are imported and especially here in WA because there isn't the climate to suit yes. the growing of them yeah, and to have them be that really nice yeah. finished. And things. even natives to an extent, like I yeah. know WA do have some yeah. really great yeah, native farms, mm-hmm. but it still doesn't mm. mean that you can get them all from mm, here. Exactly. And I always get the, I, I see them everywhere. Can't we just rip them <laughs> off the trees? Just <laughs> 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 cut a bush. Get out of the sidewalk. No worries. And can you answer that question? Yeah. As to why we can't um, get that? It's just the amount of, like, the growth and the resources over here aren't mm. as much. Mm. And it does help. Like, well, by the way means, it's grown, right? That's like, it. even the green foliage, mm. you go like the eucalyptus gum, mm. gum you know, mm-hmm. they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Like, they're but the way that they grow. Um, naturally out yeah. in the bush yeah. is not ha- the, it's not conducive to being able to style it on a table. Exactly. And it could be a little bit dead or it might have a whole insect swarm in it. So, <laughs> you know, there's all those different things. But yeah. I think natives definitely are the biggest selection that you could get in WA. Yeah. But, yes, even with that, there is still that, you know, You have to bundle of- natives with other flowers exactly often to soften them yeah and, yep, yeah that's exactly right yeah so yeah yeah definitely a big one yeah it's a whole another world behind the it scenes is. of what the florists it, do exactly um well, let's actually talk about that do you want to talk about kind of i mean one of the big questions that come up when a floral invoice comes in mm. is there can be this line item which is about setting up or mm. packing up mm. or packing down mm. whatever it is mm-hmm. and it can be quite extraordinary mm-hmm. and clients often look at it and go thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars or eight hundred like whatever it might be depending on the size and scale of the wedding yeah. sometimes clients look at that and go what yes or they look at a bouquet price and go wow you're gonna check why is my bouquet four hundred dollars i can go to the markets and get it like there is there is a reason for yes, that absolutely and would you like to explain yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> and i think it is such a tricky concept because most clients get that really beautiful experience of going into a retail store or mm. even just popping into a supermarket and grabbing a bouquet of flowers which is absolutely fine and absolutely wonderful mm. but the thought and the creative process and the time investment Mm. going into wedding flowers is so different. The Mm. supermarket bunch has probably been sitting there for at least a minimum of two days and Mm. isn't fresh. Mm. Um, Mass produced. Exactly, exactly. And then something like going into a retail florist, they're going to just put the bouquet together in a quick 10 minutes. Mm. There's obviously still thought in it, but it's, it's not the same as popping your bridal bouquet together for mm. example and mm. that the thing that's in every single photo exactly on your right wedding day. and a florist will take a minimum of at least i'd say half an hour to 45 minutes it would like it yeah. could take an hour plus and that's on the sometimes. construction exactly. but then there's the forethought and exactly. conversations in the lead up as well exactly and mm. i think that's the other thing that that clients do tend to forget sometimes is the extra labor that goes into it it's the extra floral meetings it's mm. the all of the background to check the stock of the wholesalers to make sure that mm. they're going to get 
a type of flower in to check mm. your seasonality if you want a specific flower mm. feature. Hip and shouldering the other florist out of the way exactly. the market exactly. to, get to, that to get to that last special one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I think also, you know, I touched on very briefly before, but a lot of floristry that people do forget, especially when it comes to installations, is the logistics behind it and the construction. And mm. that actually takes a lot of planning and a lot of forethought mm, mm-hmm. to to go into those things. Mm. So something is, you know, you'll see an installation on the ceiling. Mm. Well, there's thought of how many meters, mm. how much flower is needed to cover it. Is yeah. it just one sided or is it a full 360? Yes. Um, filler. How high does it need to go? Is there lighting attached? Yeah. And that uh, you might get, oh, can't you just fill it up with foliage exactly. and leaves? Can't I just chop a tree out the back of my house and <laughs> pop it on? And yeah, you know, sure, like that's a lovely idea, yeah. but at the same time, well, foliage still costs money. Exactly. Yeah. And it's the quality of it as well. And, and yeah. I think, another... and how do you stick it in? Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's so much yeah. that goes into it. And yeah. I think at the end of the day, weddings are something that you know so much effort needs to go into it and also the quality of the product and that time so there is extra time taken into it it's not just a quick let's slap a bouquet together and and we're all fine and dandy and I've seen a lot recently actually or even on the day of weddings I've certainly seen the florist team sitting there and I remember the first when uh, flexing is it reflexing roses roses. and I remember seeing this crew of florists sitting on the ground Mm -hmm reflexing so that's the term reflexing mm-hmm. roses which is like turning the petals inside out Correct. and I'm like what are you guys doing <laughs> to that and they're like well we can't just no the floor the, the roses come in and they're so tight and like freshly mm-hmm. picked so they're so tight and they've got to like each and every single rose mm-hmm. open them up and there are hundreds of them. That's exactly right. And yeah. so that labor of paying mm. to sit there and, and also like you do you do all sorts of things to the stems. That's like, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. And and each flower has their own specific little thing. So yeah, mm. the rose it needs to be reflexed so that you can see that full flower head. Mm. And that takes a lot of time in itself just mm. for one single stem. And mm. then you've got to prepare the flowers as well. So strip them and mm. then mm take care of them and snip them and mm. make sure that they are going to prolong as, as long as possible yeah. as well. And clean buckets. That's exactly, yeah. Just the <laughs> yeah. amount of cleaning that's yeah. involved as well. It's, it's so thin. Yeah. And, you know, even down to the groom's buttonhole, that is also so fiddly. You'll be mm. getting single miniature flower heads like a, the face of an orchid, for example, but then you've got to wire it and yes. twist the wire and yes. then make sure that you don't bruise the petals and snip off the stems yeah. and, and make sure that there's nothing in there to stain any of the yes. clothes and there's just a lot of extra thought that goes into it that mm. not many people realise behind the scenes and mm. that's why it is mm. a lot more pricier than just going to your retailer and, and grabbing something. Yeah. It's, it's it's how it looks and you want it to be the best of the best. That's right. And the hours um, a florist spends on site setting up, Correct. just putting them on the tape, putting items on the tables, uh, arranging on site as mm. well. And then obviously then there's that next day or that midnight uh, pack down where they've got to go out and do all those things. So it's, it's literally worth every penny and they're not making any money out. That's just actually what it costs. That's, that's right. We're involved. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I guess going from, well, there's a lot of extra costs in having flowers. Mm. Like what are some cost saving strategies you've seen used that have been really effective Mm. 
because we all want beautiful flowers. Like it doesn't matter what the wedding budget is or the style of the wedding. Yes. Everybody wants Absolutely. Um, beautiful flowers, but none of us, especially in this day and age, want it with the price tag. So Absolutely. like what are some things that you think work really well in relation to cost saving? Mm, so I think the amount of flowers that you decide you'd like to have is going to really impact the the budget. And I think one thing that everyone really goes to and would love is an installation. And mm. I think that's one of the first things that I almost want to cut Yeah. because generally an installation is going to cost you about $4,000 minimum to be done right, to be done right. And mm. to look good because I mm. think with an installation, it needs to have that wow factor. Mm. And there's no point having something that's half heart, mm. not half hearted, obviously the effort's going to go into it, but yeah. the size and the on mass of it to really make it. It needs to be balanced. We've Correct. seen too many installations that mm. are a bit sad. Yeah. So <laughs> I think, yeah, to, to get rid of that mm. is, is definitely an option. Mm. And there's so many other ways to still make your room look beautiful and I think mm. the thing you really need to also consider is where are you going to spend most of your time mm-hmm. for example there's no point having this massive two thousand dollar plus ceremony arbor mm-hmm. when you only spend about half an hour at your ceremony yeah. and then you're going to the reception room you could very well spend that whole budget mm. on going to table arrangements mm-hmm. and making them look full and lush and beautiful yeah because your guests are, are most likely going to be sitting there for quite a, a long time of yeah. the night or the day yeah. when you do have the wedding. Or if so. you're going to spend the money at the ceremony, work out the plan to exactly. reuse them. Exactly. Yes, exactly. I, the um, ceremony flowers, like I, I'm one for, I always go, where are you going to have the most photos? And it is at that ceremony position and it's also at that bridal table. Mm. So there's that little bit of push and pull of exactly. going, well, where am I going to spend the bucks? But one thing with ceremonies I always think is like often say a beautiful park is chosen yep. or a really beautiful church. And I sometimes think, why are we adding mm-hmm. so much to it when you chose this for the beauty of the background? Like unless you have to hide the background, exactly. Um, just I agree. enhance it. Don't try to overtake it. I think that's the thing. I st- yeah. And I think people need to be reminded about simplicity Mm. and I think everyone goes oh my gosh flowers I'd like this I'd like Mm. this this is beautiful I've seen this concept I really want to bring that in Mm. but it it's kind of that reminder of okay just that's wonderful take Mm. a breath Mm. let's firstly think about yeah location is Mm. the biggest one where is your ceremony at what's the backdrop like what's the atmosphere like the same as the reception what is the space like does it have high ceilings is it dark is it moody and And lighting be a feature more than flowers exactly yeah it's a whole holistic thought process isn't it that's right but those different thinking about those different things will 100% help to reduce your budget and be smarter about bringing impactful wow moments Mm but where they need to be mm. and in the most simplest way instead of, mm. I guess, creating too much noise and mm. having too much going on. Finding each other. Mm. I want to, I, I like we just mentioned, the repurpose, which we are a big fan of mm. at Confetti & yes, Co. Yes, love it. Done right. Yes. Because I'm not a fan of, balance is the key word here, I'm mm. not a fan of the arbor being moved, say, behind a bridal table and say the bridal table is like nine metres long 
and then the arbor is just 1.2 meters wide (laughs) so it can just it just looks a bit out of balance that's it and i think that's again it's being thoughtful about what you do with it snip off the flowers off that arbor put it it on the front or whatever like we can be creative in that that's it and i think chat to your that needs to be one of the most important chats Mm. as well with your florist that you choose Mm. Because again, there's extra labor time and extra research time put into that to go, okay, mm. you're going to repurpose after ceremony. Mm. This is what we should do instead so mm. that to re- repurpose them and reuse them, it's going to be more effective mm. by, by doing it this way and that way. Or mm. again, seasonality. If you're going to have a super hot summer, 40 degree day in Perth, mm. your flowers probably aren't going to be that mm. reusable in your reception. Yeah. So to be know, realistic about it, it and let's think about what what you're going to be smart about exactly and for that as well yeah I really love that I really love that um I am definitely one as well to spend big on the bridal table mm. and mm-hmm. small and like little like minimal on the guest table yes yes right? I think I'm the same yeah yeah and I again because yeah. it's that photo that's that, it it's, it's the where, focus the attention yes and I yeah. think that's the thing when we walk into a room we go okay where are our where are our focal yeah. moment where is the moment mm-hmm. in the room where you're going to go oh wow mm. and you don't need too much but you just need enough that yeah. it's going to balance and take that eye and and take you on a little journey mm. and I think if you were to have a bridal table definitely key and there is mm. so much more investment going into that that's worth it mm. because everyone's looking at you that's right it's your special day you want to you know yeah. you want to feel special at your table yes. and you should have the best table you exactly. need the best table doesn't matter about guests yeah. <laughs> it's fine <laughs> we create ambiance with candles and, exactly. and things it'll be exactly. fine yeah um yep, that's right you know and at the end of the day look when someone comes to us as wedding planners and stylists with a big wedding budget we're like look don't yeah mm. the flowers everywhere mm. we're not saying exactly. that exactly exactly and that's it in relation to cost saving and if you need to mm. there are ways that can you can definitely do it even like even simple things don't you think um the bridesmaid bouquets yes. you know what i mean like you're having three to on average three to four bridesmaids yes. i'm finding at the moment all of those bouquets are costing however 200 dollars each yeah. let's get some extra vases and pop them around the place exactly. let's just use it all exactly. as much as we can yeah yep. be smart about it i think that's yeah. the, the best way to help reduce costs for sure and i think another thing is think about the season that you're getting yes. married um, if you're having a wedding in January post Christmas in the peak of summer, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot less floral avail- availability compared to start of springtime, for okay. example. More based on Christmas time, things shut down, imports mm-hmm. aren't happening okay. as much, it's hotter. So the price goes well. up. Correct. And availability of product is less. So if you'd yeah. like a specific flower, yeah, it's going to or a specific color even, it's less likely that you're going to have that at that time. Yeah. So you do have to consider that as well mm. um, to save costs. Yeah. Um, and the same with a specific flower. If if you'd like something that's going to not be growing in Australia, you yes. need to be prepared to fork out hundreds and thousands of dollars to have that flower featuring in your wedding yeah. as opposed to maybe some more locally grown natives or yeah, things like that's that. similar mm. I mean and we often have that conversation with our clients is around you know here is a sunflower because mm-hmm. they're staring at me mm-hmm. here is a sunflower <laughs> but if that we can't get them in season here is a 
I'm terrible with flower names. What, a daisy? Yeah, What's a the- <laughs> daisy? <laughs> What's another yellow and black flower? Um, uh, yellow rose. But you know what I mean? That's like That's always exactly having to go, and it's okay, it still has. Mm. It still mm. has the look. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's the, the key is flexibility. Mm. Um, I know I had a wedding that was really wanting to have a specific flower and it wasn't actually in season when they were having their wedding. So mm. we had to work with the florists to be coming up with other options and yeah. going, okay, well, this flower isn't actually in season, mm. but there's this and this and this, and it's mm. going to be in that color and you're still going to have that beautiful look. Yeah. But it is more just being open and, and flexible to yeah. having a few other options. Yeah. And again, that will help to save you costs and it will also yeah. help to save stress. Yeah. I think um, just on that point, and we had a conversation before, uh, I just had a floral meeting today mm-hmm. with a beautiful florist and I trusting the professional, trusting mm. the creative, mm. trusting the florist because they know what they're talking about. Absolutely. And so I always think, don't worry you don't need to micromanage the florist yeah. give them your brief give them the color palette yeah. talk about your favorites talk about your must-haves talk about your must-nots mm-hmm. um but let them Absolutely. do their thing and like this particular client was really at a loss about what she really wanted for the tablescape and the, the cent- centerpieces, centerpieces. <laughs> and um and she just was like oh, I just don't know I don't know what to do and I'm like how about we just let it go? Yeah. We've, we've already talked. We've talked about your bouquets. You're happy with that. We've talked about the ceremony. You're happy with that. Just let the florist mm-hmm. do something amazing and on your wedding it. table and sit back and relax and get to your wedding day and be wowed yeah. because it will be fine because you've chosen a florist yeah. based on that that dating stats <laughs> yeah, <of> <laughs> that you've done at the beginning. Yeah. So you've found the perfect person, yeah. so let them do their thing. Yeah. I always think that's really important. And I think that is so important as well. And mm. I think that's the thing. You've decided to go out of your way and choose this florist based on your style and your personality. Mm. So let them work their magic mm. and let them you know, be passionate. Like, mm. Florist really does love flowers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the amount of conversations that we have when we see new flowers come into season is crazy. It's almost like a birthday celebration, that's <laughs> a flower. And we get so excited and, yes. and we love talking about it. So when clients come in and they go, oh, look, I like this color and I like this style, but hey, mm. I trust you, you go for it. Mm. It is music to our ears yes. because it allows us to play with our creativity which yeah. is so important yeah it allows us to work with our passion and mm. it allows us to work our expertise as well and we love being able to guide you mm. a certain way and be able to help you and, and work with you collaboratively and like give them the budget That's like it. tell them don't be we don't need to be shy That's about it. giving them the budget say i've got five grand exactly Make help it work. me yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah. they will right like Absolutely. they'll they'll love the honesty of that yes because they can from the get-go mm-hmm. go hmm, okay i need to be i need to be thoughtful mm. what are we gonna do mm. and exactly yeah. and it's fun it's a challenge if yeah. you've got a budget and you go okay hey i've got this amount of money yeah. i love this and this and yeah. i want to make this impact go for it yeah. and it's exciting like that's i find a lower budget easier to work with than a higher budget yes that weird. i agree 
And I think, again, it comes down to that, not simplicity, but it's choosing the right points. And I think when you have so much budget to say, go wild, your mind goes, oh my goodness, I could have this and this and this and this. Yes. But then it's like, okay, let's just take a step back. too much. What am I going to do? Exactly. You know, where are those moments? Money. (laughs) I've got so much money. Let's go shopping. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's really cool yeah. to be able to And we've all trust. seen those weddings that have had a lot of money mm. thrown at those florals mm. and, and they've been a disgrace. <laughs> they've been a disgrace. And I think that's the thing. I've yeah. seen much more tasteful, mm. beautiful weddings with lower budgets than... Because they're more thoughtful. Part, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's almost like it's it it doesn't become wasteful, but it's almost leaning towards that direction where it, it's that yes. thought of you're just having flowers for the sake of the abundance of the, of the cost of it. So, yeah. you know, decide where you want them yes. at, in the best possible way to really make that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, love that. Okay. Now I, yes, I want to know what else have you got for us? Tricks of the trade. Mm-hmm. Like what is your, little where's your trade. little secret <laughs> tricks of the trade about floristry stuff that you think we need to know yeah they need to know for sure i think well we've definitely covered a lot we have amazing it's been so good it's been wonderful um i think and look i'll probably repeat myself a little bit but Mm. really do just consider your personality as the important thing and really playing to that strength Mm -hmm. and choosing the flowers based on that and what you'd like at your wedding based Mm. on that Mm. and figure out your florist from there because there's no Mm. point choosing a florist maybe because they're famous on Instagram but they're not your vibe. There's no point putting yourself through that and you're not going to have as an enjoyable experience. Yes. Um, I think obviously budget is key and be transparent about that. Mm -hmm. We want to know exactly how much you want to spend Mm -hmm. and there's no judgment. Yeah. It's like give it to us and we'll work with with it. it. And, again, choosing your florist will really influence the budget as well. So I think that's really one thing to to be considerate about. Um, Another thing I think, like I mentioned before, is choosing your wedding based on seasonality and what flower you'd like. Yes. For example, if you'd really like to feature peonies, then go for a November wedding. Yes. They're going to be most abundant then, yeah. especially here in Perth. Quick Google search. That's exactly right. That. And it's going to save you the heartbreak from a florist telling you, I'm so sorry, but yes. they're not in, but you've already booked your venue. You've already set the, yeah. save the dates. So yeah. do save that time and that stress by doing yeah. that little bit of extra research it will only take you half an hour yes. max but it's definitely worth doing that i think as i well. think so too mm. and even on like even on don't you think on the flower choice itself like our biggest tip from our end is don't be so um specific even necessarily right. like there's lots really? we've already talked about this there's lots of flowers that can kind of masquerade as a mm. penny right mm. absolutely um, so Sometimes I even think going to the florist with a color palette yes. and a vibe yes. is rather than 50 photos of flowers, yes. like going with the vibe, like what color's your furniture, what's yeah. your color palette, what color are your bridesmaids wearing mm. or what color's the tux mm. or what venue is it? Mm. Like those things can help create the style and go in with peonies and I like sunflowers and I like things but if you go in with I hate roses I don't want any roses it's like unless you really do have a guttural hate for roses like 
don't go in with that. Like exactly. because all flowers can be can be beautiful and, and all flowers can it. be really useful and utilize well. Mm. So I think unless you like really hate them and I don't know if there's does anyone really hate any particular oh, flowers? Unless it's like an ex-boyfriend like yeah, gave, yeah, you gave you certain got flowers. Really bad moment and then, yeah, <laughs> that's I don't know. Or it gives you allergies. You know, oh my god, allergies. Yeah. That, that's at the top of the list. Um yeah, if you have any trauma with a flower, yeah, don't use it. Please <laughs> stay away. It's totally okay. But yeah, if it was an overall look, most likely the florist is going to show you that same flower in something that you probably will like yeah. and not realize that that flower. I mentioned the rose because I get that a lot. Absolutely. I get a lot of couples coming to to us saying, "I hate roses," and I want and, and then they and then I see their inspo board <laughs> and there's roses <laughs> and they're tucked in and you can't quite see them and and I think um when you're first starting the wedding planning journey and this is what this podcast is all about is that couples have not maybe got even gone to a wedding That's before it. or ever looked at a bouquet yeah. before right so you don't know what you don't know you don't know that roses come in all shapes and sizes yeah. and colors yeah. um and some of them you'll look at that flower and you go oh is that, is that a rose because we all just have this like red valentine's mm-hmm. day rose in our garden house. or grandma's exactly <laughs> so, so yeah. yeah so that's why it's like yeah careful with your hates unless you really get it yeah and i think mm. again that word of being flexible and being open is mm. so key mm. and trust the professional yeah because we're we're here to help we're not here to say no we're not here oh to turn God. you away we're just here i know florists are a day. nervous wreck on the wedding day yes. when the delivery of the oh bouquet gosh, yes every florist mm-hmm. is like the knock 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 on the door of the wedding party and then delivering of the bridal bouquet and just like hoping that they're kind of like just as much as the bride is exactly it's your special day but i'm almost in tears because i just hope that you're gonna love this as much as i do it's so true and the care yeah like every single florist the care and the passion and the love that goes into it is extraordinary you're handing over your baby that's exactly right exactly oh and i've not met a florist that isn't like that. no you're all of the same character yes beautiful people florist beautiful people Oh, well, that's been so good, Taylor. Thank you so much. Our first Ask the Planner episode, and um, you're a delight. Thank you. It's Thank been you. Wonderful. We have to think of something else. We'll have to think of another episode for you. I know. Do. I'm very There's keen so to many. jump back on. Yes, we could chat forever. So I'll just jump back on anytime. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go have a cup of tea. Sounds great. I'll put the kettle on. Okay, so thanks everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. Please don't hesitate to get in touch with us and ask any questions that you want of Taylor, myself, our team. Um, As mentioned before, we are opening up our online course, Kickstart Your Wedding Planning. Part of that's definitely talking about the florals as well. So more information on that to come. But if you are interested, please get in touch to sign up. Um, But in the meantime, goodbye and happy planning.